Good morning, good people of internet land. Larry here from the Daily Larm. I hope you're well today. Got my coffee into me. Got on the road there, hit the job. About to do a little piece of work. Not too far from me today. I tend not to stray too far from where I live now. I used to be into travelling a lot. I'd go wherever the work took me, you know. And that was fine, but uh, I don't do that anymore. I'm a tradesman, you see. And um, since my return to my trade after a two-year self-imposed hiatus, I uh, I have a different outlook. And um, it's very much self-oriented <laughs> in terms of uh, my own working contentment and happiness. And I got thinking about happiness on the drive up here this morning and uh, what that means, you know. I recorded a little YouTube video good few years ago about uh, uh, a couple of years ago, about two years ago, about business and about the whole notion of folding a business and how it makes us feel. If you've ever had to close the doors on a business, um, it can be very testing, uh, a big challenge to your ego, to your sense of achievement, to your personal happiness, etc. And uh, I've had to do it twice. <laughs> twice but uh, there's great benefit in it I will say that much with hindsight when you're in it it's not great but uh, on reflection it's uh, it's been it's been those two events if you want to isolate them from the grander picture uh, have uh, afforded me enormous benefit I have to say but um, I got thinking about this whole happiness thing this morning and uh I have something to say on it, you know. I think it's bollocks. Uh, and I should refine that by saying um, this movement that we see is a lot of it online. This movement towards your happiness is, uh, and this encouragement for us to find happiness and be happy. It's a little bit uh, misleading, you know. Or it can be if you allow yourself to be drawn into it. And... Um, I have something to say on that. My, when I have time later on, I'm going to jump on here and record a couple of segments on this. And uh, Essentially, it's my assertion that the pursuit of happiness is a, is a complete fucking illusion. You know, We make it that way. But um, anyway, I'll get on to that later. So I got me coffee, got that into me. Um, you know what I'm taking these days is... Uh, uh, wheatgrass and uh, I mix about 10 uh, 10 um, millig um, milligrams <laughs> no 10 what's it Fucking, I don't know 2 little spoons <laughs> 10 milliliters Jesus mind bug is that what you call them um, tip of the tongue phenomenon uh, 10 10 uh, whatchamacallits, two teaspoons in a glass of water, half a glass of water. I don't know what benefit it's given me, but uh, I had some issues and I, I decided to try and uh, alter my um, dietary habits. And um, uh, my poo is uh, more solid, that's for sure. Yeah, there's magnesium in it and all kinds of other essential elements. Anyway... Give another lash. So I had that too. 
and had an apple. And uh, I don't really eat much for my breakfast. It's not. Uh, I'll eat something later on. I can go. I can go a long time. I've gone whole days without eating before. They say um, fasting is good for you. I don't know fasting for a day. I've often fasted for a day and then had a a nice meal in the evening and left it at that. Anyway, I'm I'm rambling now. So, not to worry. It's a wonderful morning here. Sky is clear. A uh, little bit of a breeze. I'm about to crack on with my work. And I shall visit you later. I hope you're having a good one, whatever you're up to. And I shall talk to you later on. Alright, take it easy. Before I split for the next couple of hours, I should um, publish a couple of call-ins from my two new friends. Mr. Bobby Kuntz over at Lighthouse Reflections for his continued endorsement and support for the Artist Manifesto. If you haven't got the Artist Manifesto yet, you can get it free uh, from my site in exchange for your email. I don't spam the shit out of you, by the way. I just send you some stuff on a Sunday. It's called Sunday Letters. And uh, let you know about stuff that I make. Um, so the Artist Manifesto is available at larrygmaguire.com. You can grab it there. Bobby's got a hold of it and uh, he's really enjoying the material. And I've got to say that uh, although um, it's available on my site and uh, it appears that I wrote it, it often feels, well it always feels when I read it back to myself that I didn't write it. You know what I mean? Now and that's not to be um, pretentious in any way about the whole thing. I'm not, it's not like that. Um, it's It's just that I wrote it but it's not... It feels different than something I have written, if you know what I mean. Anyway, um, it's a message to myself. I wrote it for myself to be a reminder for what I'm supposed to be doing and why I'm doing it. And that's all there is to say about it. So, Bob, thanks again, man, for your support and that and sharing it. Um, it's, uh, it means a lot when people engage positively in the stuff that I make. And uh, thanks again. Here comes Bobby's call-in. I have another call-in from uh, Patrick over at We Live on a Planet. Patrick, uh, likewise, much appreciation for your support and uh, your call-ins, etc., on my stuff here on um, on Anchor. And uh, likewise, it's refreshing um, to hear uh, people on here and on kind of social media outlets, <clears throat> although this this platform seems to be a little bit different. Uh, being honest, you know, about stuff and not pretentious, not kind of building something up for the sake of it to, in order to gain a following, etc. Because it's a little bit sterile and a, a little bit meaningless when that happens. And uh, I have been guilty of it myself. But um, anyway, thanks, lads. Uh, here's the Collins. Hey, Larry, it's Bobby from over at Lighthouse Reflections. Listen, my friend, I just wanted to take a minute and call into your station today. Actually, 59 seconds to be exact. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you once again for your creation of the Artist's Manifesto. You know, I, I know you've already heard me record about this quite a bit, but when I come onto something that makes an impact in my life, then I try to give just do to the creator of whatever it is that I come on to that's making that difference. 
So whether it's a YouTube video that somebody created, if it's the manifesto that you put together and the gift that's given in that manifesto about what my duty as an artist is, I want you to know I captured that today in my Kuntz's Corner. And in the prelude to that, I gave credit to you and several others for the help. Hey, Larry, it's Patrick. I wanted to chime in on the entertainment seg- entertainment, no, education segment. And I think that we need to educate our children different. We were just talking in our family the other day about having, um, it would be neat if they taught more trades in the school. When I was a kid, you could take shop class and now a lot of schools aren't teaching that at all. Well, a lot of schools aren't even teaching handwriting anymore. But I think the way we teach children could change. And uh, I have family members who are educators. So my brother's a teacher and my dad's wife's a teacher. So um, I know that they're doing everything they can, but I know that their hands are tied. And so until we can change the way it is, you know, bring back trades, bring back things that are dying arts. And that allows children to think differently anyways, because then they can be creative. So thanks for the topic, Larry. I appreciate it. Take care. I wanted to share this with you. I'm on Twitter at Larry G. McGuire, and uh, a dude reached out to me with a couple of questions. I don't know, it probably asks lot, lots of people these questions. Um, but the questions were three, and the first one was, there's hundreds of God beliefs in the world. Could all of them be true? Second question was, there are a hundred God beliefs in the world. Could one of them be true? And the third one, was there are hundreds of God beliefs in the world, could none of them be true? And my answer uh, to all three questions was that all views are valid. Uh, In other words, that there's no yes or no answer. That um, whatever you believe is right and true for you. And you can't get beyond that, you know. If you believe that your life is shaped and determined by an outside force and you that is absolutely part of your structure your psyche your mental uh, formulation of you and your relationship to the world well then that's what it is and there's no getting around that there's no amount of information will change that unless it does change it if you know what i mean so uh, likewise um none of them are true and all of them are true at the same time. Um, if I believe that my actions are determined, my life is determined by my actions, well then that's the, that's the truth of it for me. So all opinions are valid and the root of all conflict in the world is um, one group or one individual claiming that another group or individual is wrong uh, or should give up what they believe to be right, true and proper for some other way of living. And uh, it's bollocks, you know. So um, just wanted to share that with you. don't know what your thoughts are. Uh, we do have this polarised opinion of right and wrong, but uh, it's inaccurate, in my opinion. When I was in school... We were taught in history class, and I suppose religion class as well. Irish schools have been traditionally uh, run by the um, Catholic Church, 
to our detriment in a lot of respects. However, in those classes, it was my interpretation of the information and, and how it was framed to me that the popular commentary and popular belief about ancient cultures was that they were naive. Uh, although they were sophisticated <coughs> and very well structured and they had their hierarchies and uh, their social structures and what have you and uh, many of them that we still we still actually use in our modern society uh, that by and large they were kind of stupid that they believed in these gods gods of the sun and gods of the moon and gods of the sea and the air and the land and all that kind of stuff the Native American Indians, the Aztecs, the Egyptians, the Celts the Vikings, you name it. These ancient cultures, these non, these pagan cultures, you know, and um, uh, they had a. We, our interpretation, uh, popularly in popular sense, is that they didn't understand really. They kind of were. They had some good stuff going on, but really they didn't understand, you know. And we know better. And uh, I think. Well, I don't think I know. Um, I know that this is silly on our part but that's that's the narrative that we get as kids I don't know maybe that's changed now for kids in school but uh, the reason I'm, I'm thinking about this today is because this time of year the sun sits the sun sits low in the sky and uh, today it's quite still typical November December it's quite still there's a thin veil of cloud across the sky and the sun casts this big broad expansive glow and when I look at it it's uh, it's remarkable to me and it, it appears to communicate something to me that I can't say what it is uh, I don't I can't put it into words but I know there's something there and um, it's it's real to me and when I look at it when I look at that scene I think that these ancient cultures saw the same thing and they took note of it and now thousands probably tens of thousands of years later we in all our wisdom look at this material that was left for us by these cultures and we decide we come to come to a conclusion about how they were and how um, clued in they were to reality and I think they knew stuff that uh, maybe most of us don't and in um, a lot of ways, we're a little bit more lost and naive than they were. It's my view that they were connected to the planet, connected to the broader reality, connected to the sun and the earth and the sky. And when they refer to these things as what we interpret now as gods, that's our word. That wasn't their word. Their word, I'm, uh, I'm suggesting, would have meant something different not gods in the kind of kingly way we use the word god but more in the sense of that thing that is underlying all things if you know what i mean and we talk about god we talk about god in the sense that it's a, a a hierarchical thing when in fact that's not what it is at all and uh it's my view that we are the stupid ones you know when it comes to this so I mentioned God earlier because of the questions I was asked by this dude on Twitter and uh, I suppose I'm still in, in that frame of mind. So yeah, 
Anyway, let me know what you think. I was asking the question on this whole God thing earlier on, and uh, Raymond called in from his pod with uh, some commentary on the question at hand. I'm going to share that with you now. Nice one, Raymond. Take it away. Uh, how you are? Uh, Ray checking in, calling in from the Italian outpost. I'm um, just listening to your thoughts on God. Fucking, I could talk to you all day about it. Let's do a let's do a Skype on this if you want. Um, I I don't know if you know, but I was studying to be a priest as a younger man, and um, while studying theology, realised that it was all the same story, and um, it's all representative of something else. But then your thoughts on the you know the gods of the god of the wind, the god of the sea. Like, you know, we say we came in, or the Christians came in with this idea of a unified, monotheistic religion, but there's three of him. And then we have all the saints who represent the same energies that, you know, the, the pagan belief would have been. Like, you know, I often think of poor Saint Anthony in his, uh, in his celestial lost and found. Like St. Anthony gives a fuck where you left your car keys, is my point. You know what I mean? Or, you know, you can pray to a star and hope that you find your keys. You know what I mean? It, it's um, um, it's all the same story um, and all the same kind of superstition. And, and I disagree with your point about, you know, if you believe something to be true for you, then it's the truth. I don't think that's, that's I think we're, we're past that and we have to stop with that. You know what I mean? There is truth. And we have to decide, you know what I mean, and investigate and look for the evidence of proof rather than just accept that everybody has something different. Because the problem is that people start to impose what they believe as truth on other people's beliefs or way of life, you know. And the problem with fundamentalists is the fundamentals, you know what I mean? Even the, the, the tenets of any uh, religion normally imply that you should kill your neighbor and take their virgins for your own. Anyway, God go with you. Nice one, Ray. Appreciate your thoughts on that. You made me laugh um, in agreement, the whole St. Anthony, Anthony thing. Uh, just to clarify what I meant by um, uh, truth. Truth is individual. You could suggest that there is uh, fundamental truth. And I'd be happy to have that conversation with you. Um, I'd be largely in agreement with that. But... If I'm a head case, if I'm a, if I'm a head case and I believe something is true, then it's true for me. So it doesn't matter what anyone else says. Now, if those head case beliefs happen to be the beliefs of thousands or tens of thousands or even millions of people, well then those beliefs are true for them, um, regardless of what anyone else says. To the contrary, and my assertion is that's what causes the problems in the world, you know. Um, everybody's entitled to their own belief systems and uh, stay the fuck out of everyone else's business you know that's my uh, that's my truth so anyway hopefully that clarifies that one all right and uh, yes it'd uh, be an interesting conversation we can jump on the old skype blower and have a chat anytime my friend you are a bleeding head gaze get up out of it <laughs> Hey folks, thanks for listening in today. I'm Larry, uh, your host here on The Daily Larb. Uh, this show was recorded using Anchor, little iPhone app. Uh, it's available on Android too. And it allows you to uh, record segments of audio, five minutes long. And you can stitch them together 
with uh, the iPhone app and make episodes and you can subsequently uh, pump those episodes out on iTunes and Spreaker and stuff and if you're on iTunes or Spreaker or Google Play well that's uh, you're hearing the um, the end result so um, if you want to hear more in fact yeah, get over to anchor forward slash uh, anchor.fm forward slash the larb and you'll catch some other stuff commentary from other people some stuff that maybe I find from other stations and I want to share uh, things like that. Everything doesn't get into each episode, so there's uh, there's an opportunity to catch some some uh, unique stuff. Uh, there's also some good, great even stations from other people over on Anchor. So check it out, Anchor.fm. And um, to quick note on the show, uh, the Larb is the audio complement to my written material, which you'll get over at LarryGMcGuire.com. I'm an artist and writer, and I draw charcoal, and I write stuff that interests me. If it interests you too, get over and uh, check it out. I've got a free book for you. It's a small book, short book. Small book? It's a digital book. Short book. Uh, about 30 pages long. It's called The Artist Manifesto, and uh, it's my reminder to uh, uh, keep doing what I'm doing. Um, and I wrote it about eight months ago. And I have it available for download if you want a copy. So that's all I've got for you today. Uh, thanks for listening in. Um, if you're listening on Anchor, well, then you know that this is just kind of a tail end piece that I'll use in the podcast. And uh, that's it. So whatever kind of day you're having, don't worry. It'll be over soon, good or bad. There'll be another one tomorrow. Well, tomorrow never comes, does it? Uh, anyway, hope you're having a good one, wherever you're up to. I'll talk to you later. All right, take it easy.